We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. Did you just almost say another episode of Ambient Noise? No, I probably was about to say Appetite for Distraction. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm Aaron. And on our show we talk about things related to pop culture. And not-so-pop culture. And sometimes pod culture. Some Sometimes. Sometimes podcast culture. Yeah. So... That's what we're talking about today. We're going back to basics today yeah. in a few different senses. We are not in my office recording on actual microphones. No. We're sitting in James's car. Yes. Recording on the little microphone that we bought for when we saw Stephen King at the National Book Festival last year. It's our live po- live show, post-show taping microphone. Uh-huh. It is indeed. Yeah. I, think, I don't think we had this when we did the Newsies one. Lish. I think I forgot to bring... Oh, don't try to Posh. acronym it. No... No, no, no. Lish poshta. No, I hate it. Um, I say we're going back to basics, (laughs) not just because you may have noticed that our... (laughs) I parked the car now. (laughs) Good job. Not not just because you may have noticed that the sound is somewhat different than it usually is. Yes. But also, we are going back in time to a time when this show was about things that we were super into at any given moment. Um, that is still absolutely what it's in. It's just that we have established as canon things that we are super into. Right. Well, now, every week, we talk about a thing, but it's not necessarily, like, the obsession du jour. Well, but, like... I mean... Sometimes it's stuff that other people have suggested we check out. Sometimes it's something that we both decided to do for the sake of the show, and we don't know. Like, detention. We didn't know if we were going to be obsessed with it. But it was time travel horror movie. Those were two things that we... Well, that's true. Okay, fair. And also, watching things that other people have suggested to us was was part of the original... Yes, I know. Okay, fine. So we're doing... We're not going back to basics. (laughs) We're just sitting in in a car recording on a crappy mic. With Lish Posh Tab Mic. We saw Overdue Podcast <laughs> live at the Fall for the Book Festival. Yes, we did. Um, Like 20 minutes ago? Just uh, about half an hour ago. About right? a half an hour ago. So, yeah, um, Aaron, why don't you... You've talked a little bit about the Overdue Podcast on our second podcast episode. Yes. Um, but let's talk about them a little bit. How did you find them? My friend Rachel told me about them. Okay. Um, I... I don't even remember why she told me about them. Um, I don't remember if we were talking about how I needed a new podcast to listen to, because I don't think I did. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, I've got years and years of Mabim Bam I still have not listened to. Right. So I don't think I was particularly looking for something new, but she was like, oh, you should check out this podcast called Overdue, where they read books and talk about them. I suggest you start with the Fifty Shades of Grey episodes. They were really funny. Right. So I looked them up. And I started with, I believe, uh, Jane Eyre. Okay. Which is your favorite One, book? one of my favorite right. books. Okay. Um, so I listened to a bunch of episodes of books that I was already familiar with. Sure. Such as Jane Eyre, Eleanor and Park, um, and some other ones. <laughs> Replay? No, I just listened to that one fairly recently. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so it's um, these two guys, Andrew and Craig, who have been friends for a long time. Yes. And they... The concept of their show was that they would start out going through their, hey, I should have read this, right. but I didn't shelf. Okay. Um, so, like, you know, books that were assigned in high school that Craig wrote really great A-plus A papers on and 
never actually read the book. Right. Um, and it's kind of morphed because now they have a Patreon where if you donate at the $5 level, you can suggest a book and they'll bump it to the top, top of the queue. Okay. If you don't donate, you can still suggest a book, but they will not necessarily bump it to the top of the queue. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so instead of just being like, hey, let's talk about Moby Dick and Great Expectations right. and all of these other books that were assigned in school that we probably should have read by now but haven't, yeah, it's turned into let's read a book yeah. that I have not read yet. Right. And so each week one of them reads the book and the other one does some research on like the author and okay. the co- and like the societal and cultural context of the book. Oh, okay. Um, Let me just really quick stop you it. and say, uh, Great Expectations was an excellent they, book. They did do an yeah. episode about it. Yeah. It, I, I it was, was just the only thing that popped into my head as yeah. one... I don't remember what their first episode was. Um, we, we were talking before about me reading Jane Eyre now, not having found it as a as a teen or, or yeah, young yeah. adult or whatever, and, and how it might be possible for me to still enjoy it even right. though you know it was sort of whatever that i thought of great expectations then because oh okay i read great expectations being like this is supposed to be good i hope it is it's supposed to be great okay like, did know, you read great. it as an adult or yeah as... i read oh, i read okay. it like a year ago oh okay and it like that book flew good yeah i mean and it was charles it's charles dickens so like that's saying something yeah, for real <laughs> <laughs> that book was like oh my god i'm so compelled like my, my wife talks about books calling to you uh-huh and like I would, I wouldn't have expected for a Charles Dickens book to like actively call to me, and it absolutely did. call to you in the sense of like James, uh-huh. read was, me again. Yeah, it was haunted. Pick me back up. Yeah. as opposed to just like you know, when you're reading it, you're like, oh, this book speaks to me. It right. like calls you back yeah. when you have put it, it down. It so was that like, you can what go am I gonna to... do? Watch TV or read? Well, I'm gonna read. Oh, okay. Or okay. go on Twitter or read. Oh, I'm gonna read. Okay, that kind of call. To you. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, so yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, no, that's okay. I didn't realize, I, I, I saw it just happen, but I, had, I hadn't I had put it together that the other person did, like, extraneous research. Yeah. Not so extraneous, but uh, extracurricular yeah. research. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that way it kind of balances out, and they also, um, it, it also gives them a good place to split for um, sponsorship ads. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So they, you know, they do their little intro thing, they talk about the back, like the the author's history and so forth break for a sponsorship ad if they have one that week and then go into discussing the book. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it usually comes with a fair bit of plot synopsis. Yeah. But also has the reactions and discussion from the person who did not read the book. Right. So this week, Andrew read the original right. Beauty and the Beast. Right. The OG Beauty and the Beast. By Gabrielle Suzanne something French. De Villanova. De, de V4? Yeah, that one. Maybe? Yeah. Um, and I asked them afterwards if it was a Patreon recommendation, because I I was like, who would recommend this right. for them? And he, they were like, no, we picked it specifically for this. Right. Not knowing what we were getting into. Right. So m- most, and, and you should go, I don't know when they're going to post that episode, but you should go listen to it, because... It was a really good episode. It was like I, I've listened. I've listened to one episode of theirs. I listened to the replay episode. Right. Um, I have a choose your own adventure, which I guess you said they do several. They've done yeah, several. They periodically will do a choose your own adventure book um, where they actually read the book right on air right um, and choose their own adventures right doing it correctly. Uh huh. Um, so I have that that's queued up for the you know random number generator to give me. Um, but it, like seeing this live show really made me want to like. I, I don't think I could do a book that I haven't read unless I have like 
absolutely no interest in it. Fair. Because like, I you know like Eleanor and Park. Yeah. But I want to read it. That one you yeah. If it's one that you really want to read. Yeah. So like right now they've got um later this month they're doing Bag of Bones by Stephen King, uh, and I was like oh. I that's why I picked that one yeah. to read now because I had <laughs> planned on reading the next book in Four Past Midnight. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to listen to that episode not having read the book. Right, 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 right. But I also don't want to not listen to the episode the day it comes out. Right. Because what I'm doing now with Overdue is what I did oh, probably this time last year with Mabim Bam, which right. is just, I am binging it. Right. I am going, I'm working backwards. Yeah. So I'm caught up on like the past year's worth. Yeah. Um, and I'm just working backwards. So I'm... I'm kind of doing it wrong because, like, they'll make a reference to something that they talked about in, like, the previous episode. And then when I get to that episode... Oh, you are doing it like, like how I do Sawbones and Mamma Bam and yeah. the Audio Armory. Like, yeah. yeah Absolutely, cur- yeah. Current to backwards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, honestly, just because it's a little bit easier for me... Sure. ...in my, like, having it show up in my feed. And then if a new one comes out, that's the next one that you're going to yes. read? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Or listen to? Listen to. You don't yeah. read a podcast? Come on. <laughs> You don't read a podcast, Justin. <laughs> that is not what a podcast is, Justin. Um, but yeah, so you not having really... So there are... Re- listening to... I almost said reading these episodes. Uh-huh. Lis- listening to their episodes has become... like I listen to it when I walk the dog. Right. I listen to it in the car. Most of them I can listen to in the car even if my kids are in the car. Right. Um, and like I just... I find both both of their voices very pleasing. They have they have very nice voices. They both have like yeah, they're just like nice, like deep enough that they just I don't know, they translate well into audio media. Yes, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, yours does too. <clears throat> Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, my Judge Dredd voice. Yeah. Citizen, come with me. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. I've never seen Judge Dredd. I don't know what it is. It's a Sylvester Stallone thing that. Well, it was a comic book, and it's not important. Not important. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been listening to them a lot, because I'm like, I just, I need to listen to something, and I'm not in the mood for, like... I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, hold on one second. That was RoboCop. Citizen is RoboCop. Before I get any emails or, okay. or Mark saying, Cid- you know, Citizen, come with me, that's RoboCop. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I did it. Good job. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying now. I'm so sorry. You, uh, <laughs> you like okay. listening I, to their voices. I like, the, and... I like their voices. I find them very pleasing. Yeah. And, you know, particularly if I'm, like, stuck in traffic and I'm getting frustrated, like, I can put on an overdue and be like, okay, these voices calm me down. These are pleasant voices. They're talking yeah. about books. They say funny things. All of the things that I like yeah. is is happening right now. And so. do, they, do they tend to get... Like I think that one of the one of the perks that I really uh, really um, sort of makes me want to check check out more of their episodes is they don't seem like they're like this book was so stupid. Oh, no, they try to find some, at least something good. I mean, there have been episodes where like they're like this book was real weird. I mean, I won't say I like this bad. right. Yeah. And there have I mean there have been some where they were like this is a bad book, but usually it's one that they chose themselves intending yeah. it to be bad. Right. So like they did um, Skateboard Tough by Matt Christopher. Oh yeah, sure. Um, did, do Matt you remember? Christopher, sure he would, he did all the sports all books. the sports books. Yeah, he was like the R.L. Stein of yeah. sports books. I was gonna say like if Fear Street was not about scary stuff, but it was instead about any sports. Yes, Matt Christopher, such as skateboarding. Right. And so yeah, as they're like. You could, I mean, you could tell. I don't think they flat out said 
this is a bad book, but you yeah. could tell that they were like, this book's kind of, this wasn't a great book. It seems but like they found you, good stuff to yeah. say about every book that they've read. And that's all I ask for. That, uh -huh. that, that, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, it seems like they would need to, if they had a particularly, like, like I just finished the autobiography of Malcolm X, and it took me almost two months. Yeah. It seems like either, so they're, they're going to probably have to, like, double or triple Q, even switching yeah. off. Yeah. They'll have to be like, I'm reading this and this and this. Right. Or they're a lot faster readers than I am. Right. Or they're skimming. But it seems like if you're if you're throwing in some Matt Christopher stuff, maybe they're like, Holy crap, I just finished X book. Right. Let me let me have a little time off and read this young adult book so that I can also maybe also read a book that I've been intending to read right. that it, we're not going to talk about on the show. I think they said recently that they can't remember the last time they read a book that wasn't for the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think this, I think Skateboard Tough was one of their bonus episodes. Oh, okay. Like every other month they do a bonus episode that their $10 plus patron, patrons can like sit in on the Google Hangout. Yeah. Um, and so in those cases they, or at least in that case, when they do something like that or a choose your own adventure, like they both read the book. Right. Sure, sure. So, sure. yeah. Um, you're thinking about doing that, aren't you? Well, I'm just thinking about our Patreon tiers. Yeah. I I feel like I pitched most of the Patreon tiers. You did. But it just so happens that our $10 level is also a Google Hangout-related thing. Oh, yeah. So, did, overdue. Was that one that I pitched inadvertently stealing from overdue? Maybe. It's possible. I inadvertently steal stuff from other podcasts all the time. You need to start advertently stealing stuff. Well, I, I did advertently steal James and Aaron write a movie from Cool Games Inc. That's true. That's true. And I think that we advertently steal a lot of our jokes from <laughs> Bim Bam. No, we don't. Maybe we do a little. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. All right. So we, Oh, so the reason... Okay, so we're doing this... Um, we decided we were going to do this episode when we saw the show. Right. Because... It's timely. Yeah. Um, but as part of Spooktober... Yeah. I was worried about how we were going to justify this for Spooktober inclusion. And and then I told James that um, I think I may have accidentally gotten Spooktober from them. <laughs> I don't think that Andrew and Craig are the only people who've ever said Spooktober. Right. I mean, October already looks sort of like if you just add a... Like, you know. Yeah. For, I'm sure that first Star Wars enthusiasts had Spooktober. I'm, right. I'm pretty sure I made that joke last week. Um, no, I don't. Not to me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you sure I'm not in the ghost episode that hasn't come out yet? Not that I was paying attention to. Cool. <laughs> and then and then people just were like, hey, that C, if you change that C to an O, then it's just Spooktober. Yeah. And it's spooky. Uh-huh. So, I'm, yeah. it's a natural progression. Yeah. So, Craig and Andrew, so, sorry if we inadvertently ripped you off. Yeah. At least we're fessing up to it. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so this is this is how it ties into Spooktober. Yes, they 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 do Spooktober. They do Spooktober also. Right. <laughs> so, do you, do we want to give just a little bit of the story of how Beauty and the Beast is not quite what anybody thought it was? Well, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we don't. You know, you should listen to that episode. You of should. This. You absolutely should. Let's just let's just put it this way. Everyone, including Craig, thought Andrew was wrapping up. A really early, early. Right. yes. Um, and then he, then, then he didn't. Yeah, then he was like, I'm only halfway through the book. Right. And then he went up to the whiteboard and started drawing some connections and plot things that just were absolutely bonkers. Yes. Um, you should go listen to the episode, because I think you'll hear at least my laugh, probably Aaron's laugh too, among a whole bunch of other people's laughs, right. over and over as Andrew 
unfurls this this majestic craziness. The backstory of Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess there was a later adaptation of Beauty and the Beast that was like, and then they live happily ever, like, you know, and then she falls in love with him and he becomes a prince again and they live happily ever after the end. The end. Close the book. Yeah. And so that's what most of, like, all of the movie adaptations and stuff go off of that. But the actual original De V4 yeah. book yeah. has a whole other story that is essentially like the how the beast became the beast backstory, but it's so much more than just that. And it, I mean, and I think after the show was over, they were talking to someone, and it, it, I think basically the idea is they got. You know, they're like, so then that's it. And then people are like, what? That, your time, you still have more time to make up this story. Because that was basically, like, how the salon yeah, culture yeah. was. Yeah. Um, it was basically, like, a subreddit. It was, like, a, it was like <laughs> a, a writing, the writing prompt subreddit. Right. But, like, people, like, in installments, and then you'd be like, they'd be like, that's not it, right? And you're like, uh, no. And also you more. had to physically go there. Right. Right. Um, so I think that it, it was a, an artifact of, like, oh, crap, I still have some time. Yeah, like, she me... finished her story, and right. then they were like, but how do you get cursed? Right. Uh, fairies. Fairy. But we haven't seen fairies thus far. Well, I'm about to tell you where they came from. <laughs> um, Crib a little of Snow White here, a little of Sleeping Beauty <laughs> there. I was thinking, like, if you cut the half and, like, move the back half to the front half, would that mm-hmm. make it better? I don't think it would make it better... I don't even think interspersing. I think that that's just the, that style of book. Yeah. Sometimes just has, and now here's the rest of the story. And yeah. like, you just have to like, it's just like, okay, I guess, I guess we'll, okay, I guess we'll just keep on reading this stuff. Yeah. And forget about the main characters and like present day and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure that like, I don't think it would have worked however you sliced it and yeah which is why it was just cut yeah (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) um but yeah it was so we've been to a few different live shows for podcasts right we've been to my brother my brother and me yes and thus also sawbones right have you been to others no i've not been to any other live podcast tapings kevin went to the dollop okay but all of those were in very large venues. I, I actually, I was at um, a taping of a band called Wild Flag for an NPR live concert series. That okay. I mean, so technically it was a podcast. Right. But it was a live concert. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and also I'm assuming in a large venue. Right. Yeah. So this was, it was part of the Fall for the Book Festival that happens in this area, every, I don't think it's associated with GMU, is it? I don't think so. I feel like in the past it's been in D.C., but I might be confusing it with the National Book Festival. Right. But the Fall for the Book Festival happens in Northern Virginia every fall. Right. Because you fall right. for, the, for the book. It's not spring for the book, which would also work. That would also work, but that, that one happens in the spring. Then there's summer for the book, and some aren't. Yes. And then there's winter... That doesn't work. Don't have it's it just, in winter. It's just winter. Stay home and read. There's, yeah, there's just winter. Um, so yeah, the the it's the for the fall for the book festival. Sort of, I guess, wrapping it up. Like, I mean, I'm sure there were other other things happening. Oh, the Lev Grossman thing. Yeah, right? the yeah. La- I think the last thing happening today was Lev Grossman 
was talking about his magicians right. series. Right. And I feel like that was probably in a bigger room. Probably a lecture hall. This was a classroom. Yeah, it it was a classroom. But I liked it. I really I thought I mean for for um what they were doing and how they were doing it, I felt it was like it seemed like the ideal setup for like a live podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean there were probably 40 people there. I didn't turn around to see how many people were sitting behind us. We were in the front row. We were in the front row. Not that, like, it was SRO. Like, we... I mean, it was awesome to sit in the front row, but, like, yes. you definitely had some chairs next to you and stuff. Like, people were a little shy and sitting yeah, behind us. I wasn't. I was like, we're sitting in the front. Right. I don't care if James is really tall. We're sitting in the front. Oh, I have a question. Was that Groundhog Day thing because they knew who we were? I don't think so. Okay. It seemed like the... There, at one point, they were talking about Groundhog Day, and he was like, you're nodding. Oh, you heard Groundhog Day, so you're nodding. I was like... I, yeah, maybe, no, I think maybe. he was like, oh, I, ma- I made a topical, or, or I, I made a, a well-known pop culture reference, and I see people nodding to it, and they are yeah. nodding at the Groundhog Day, not at the other thing. Because honestly, I don't know that Groundhog Day was necessarily the best no. uh, a, reference. But Yeah, yeah, but we don't need to get into the, <laughs> the, live, the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. That's don't we? Not, well... They weren't Groundhog Daying as in, like, they weren't, like, reliving the same day over and over as much as they were just, they forgot that they had other... Right. Like, they just... Uh, There's a dude in it that's like, um, they're like, oh, how are you doing today? And he's like, I feel like I forgot something. And at the end, it's revealed, it's that his, the love of his life, his wife, who worked at the castle, has been gone for so long. Yeah. Um... I think it's. I think they were actually on like a loopy sort of cursy time loopy sort of okay. thing because it had been so long since the castle. Right, and the re- okay. I was thinking it couldn't be Groundhog Day because then why were Belle and Maurice not affected? But Belle and Maurice moved in right. after it happened. Right. So they were just like, man. And so no wonder the stupid town was so boring. Yeah. This life, everything seems to happen the same all every day. Yeah. Okay. So Craig, I apologize for saying that your uh, Groundhog Day reference was perhaps not. The the or, best reference you could have made because it actually was pretty pretty apt. Or it's sort of the like the opposite of Groundhog Day. Everyone else is no, it's the same. Yeah, you're the only person is where. Yeah, yeah. Um, or we're or we're wrong too, but that would have been a great that would that would have been a great thing to happen. I'm not sure if it is true. Yeah, I, live action Beauty and the Beast was rewatched again in my house recently, okay. but I was not present. For oh, most okay. Of them, so. Yeah, I haven't seen it since theaters. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, I don't think he was talking specifically to us. I think it's that you and I were both not... We were sitting in the front row, and I am wearing a bright teal shirt, and we were both nodding emphatically. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, so I just just had that question. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay. Your expectations going in. What were your expectations going in, and how did those do? Right. And... Um, what was different than you expected and what was the same and all that stuff? I don't know what my expectations really were going in. Okay. I was thinking that it, because I had emailed, um, Kara, the woman in charge of like coordinating the whole thing. And I had said, you know, are we likely, like, do we need to get there early? Can we like get seats reserved? And she told us that she would reserve us seats. But then I think we got there and sat down before she had a need to right. put this, the reserved signs down. Right. Um, but I, she was like, no, you'll, she's like, I'll put reserve seats down for you. That's totally fine. But I think you'll, you know, I think you'll be good. So I was expecting a bigger room. Yeah. 
Also, I figured that there would just be a bunch of... I've never been to the Fall for the Book Festival before, so I was expecting it to be like the National Book Festival, right. where there's just like a ton of people, and I figured there would be a bunch of people who would just wander in and be like, I don't know what an overdue is or what right. a podcast is, but I guess... You know, I've got I've got an hour to kill before Lev Grossman talks. Right. So I'll sit here and listen to these guys. So I was expecting the room to be a little bit bigger. Okay. More like, I guess, more like a small lecture hall, and not like not like a full auditorium. Right. But more along the lines of like a three hundred person lecture hall or something. Um, we saw the lady that wrote uh, Alexander and the Terrible jo- Judith Fiorst. Yeah. Um, we saw her read from her book at the National Book Festival a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and that room reminded me more of like my U.S. history college class, okay. where it was like sort of an expansive room, or whatever. Yeah. This was more like a math class that I took, like a like you know, again like a thirty to forty person yeah. math class, like. Um. This was not an expansive room, but like right. maybe you were expecting more like a like a not not a lecture hall like like you know you see in movies where it's like gen gen lit or whatever. Yeah, I not don't, that, but not also. Yeah, I don't know why I was kind of expecting like seats attached to the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I've no I, probably because I've never been to George Mason's campus and I right. had no idea what the Merton Hall looked sure. like. Um, but yeah, so it was smaller and more intimate in that way, and I liked that. Yes, I agree. I thought it was really nice that being in the front row meant that we were six feet away from them. Right. As opposed to, yeah, if even that, as opposed to, like, being in the front row at the Mabim Bam show would have been being in the front row of a giant concert hall. Right. So, because on on our live Mabim Bam episode, I talked about the two different venues that I've seen them in and how in the first one it felt smaller and more intimate partly because I was up closer. Right. This was even better. This was right. more like going to like an open mic night. I agree. I agree in part. I mean like what I um I agree that like there there was more of an intimate thing with like we're all part of this right. sort of deal. Um Although what I did like, and actually I like, if I may also toot our own podcast horn, I feel like they felt a lot like us in that they're, they were comfortable with each other. Uh-huh. And you could tell, like, they knew who started. They knew what they yeah. said. They knew what to do. Like, they were comfortable with each other. Like, if they were nervous at all, it wasn't about, oh my gosh, what's the other person going to say? Right. It was like, people. Oh my God, right. look at the people. Yeah. Um... I was really happy that, like, they didn't have to set up anything. Yeah. I was really, really... Like, like my biggest anxiety is, like, oh, man, I gotta figure out mics and stuff. Yeah, but it seems Which like... I don't fest- do anyway, but, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like the festival provided all that, and then they were like, we will email you the file yeah. so that you can publish it. So, really, my anxiety was, Aaron would have to set up all the mics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, I really liked... But it seemed like they were, like, they knew how to do it, which was, yeah. I mean, like... I don't, I'm not trying, am I coming off as like condescending? I'm not trying, I'm like, no. I really like that they, they got into it and like they were like, all right, let's do this. This is the thing that we do. Yep. Like I feel like we do when it's like we have a guest on mm-hmm. and we're like, 
Okay, thank you. Welcome. We're gonna yeah, do this. We we know we know our we know each other. We right. know our format. Right. We can. I mean, essentially, we were all guests on this episode, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was like they had forty guests. Yeah, they had forty guests who didn't say anything but laughed a lot. Right. Um. Yeah. Oh, not saying anything was real tough. I was having a real. At one point, I almost said something out loud, and I'm so glad that I caught myself before I did. Yeah. Because the thing is, when I'm listening. Everybody listening to us speak right now knows what we are talking about. Yes, we've when heard you are from listening so many people, to yeah. a podcast and somebody and the the hosts are talking and you want to join in the conversation, you talk to your phone. Right. Like I talk to the podcast. I talk to Andrew and Craig all the time. Right. They don't know it. Sure. But I talk to them all the time. Well, we hear we hear about that people listening to our show yeah. all the time. They're like, I had to write to you because I'm sick of talking to my phone. Yeah. Or like somebody's probably doing it right now. Yeah, somebody's exactly. probably being like, "Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about." Yes. Hi, new Matt. Hi, new Matt. <laughs> um, you know, uh, people that collect coins are called numismatists. I did not know that. So whenever we say new Matt, I'm like new Matt. Are we new Matsmatists? We collect. And it doesn't new- work at all. New Matsmatists. We collect new mats. We coin new phrases about new Matt. Uh huh. Cool. We sure do. Um. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> so yeah. So I don't like. I don't really know what my expectations were. I yeah. was a little unsure what to expect from the actual episode because I'm like, Beauty and the Beast seems like a weird choice for yeah. a live show. Well, and it was about the book, and like Belle was in the movie, a super bibliophile, and like, right. and I don't know if they were. I saw when we walked out, they were selling copies of Beauty and the Beast. Um, at the book part where they were selling, yeah. I don't know if that was like a live version I th- I think, of like how we link to stuff that you can buy on Amazon. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I and I asked Andrew afterwards. I was like, "Did was you know was that a Patreon recommendation?" Yeah. He's like, "No, we picked this." Yeah. And I'm like, "Did you know what you were getting into with the whole last half of the book?" He's like, "No." Yeah. So I I am a little curious as to why. Beauty and the Beast was the selection for the live show, not knowing how bonkers it gets at the end. I mean, I guess, like, well, they said that they also have this unexpected trend of doing animal-related That's That's right. Yeah, things. that's right. No, you're right. That, live shows? That's why they... Yeah, I think their first live show was Watership Down. Oh, nice. And I don't remember what the other one... I've listened. They did Treasure Island, which doesn't seem particularly... There was a parrot in it. Yeah. I think, probably. Um, I would. I wonder if they've done Redwall. I don't know. I can't. I, I would check, but right. we're recording on I my mean, phone. I mean, and I could check, but <laughs> you like, could. Let's not. Let's not go there. I don't feel that's that's one of the, the mice, right? Right. Well, they've my, talked about it for sure. I'm sure that they had. They had to have talked about it on Watership Down because it was super influenced by Watership Down. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I've listened to the Watership Down episode yet. Yeah. For a while, I was skipping around, just picking and choosing which episodes I wanted to listen to, and then I decided to go in an order. Yeah. And I can't remember if... I think because I've never read Watership Down and have never really had an interest in reading it, I may have skipped that one on my initial skipping around. I think I'm going to add a bunch of overdue podcasts to my Ren and Rim Jenner list, but I think I'm going to do it like I do the great albums, where I go from the beginning and I'm like, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, it's... I mean, they, they they will spoil things. Right. There are things that they won't spoil. In the same way that last week on the Gwendy's Button Box episode, we did not spoil the ending of that 
right. story. Right. But sometimes they do. And like, so I was listening to their episode about Alias Hook. Alias Hook? Alias Hook, which is the story of Captain Hook. Oh, okay. And I've never read the book. And so listening to it, I'm like, I want to read this book. And yeah. then I got it from the library and I was like, Ferdy, I know what happens in the book. They told me what happens in the book. So I guess you'd have to like, you'd have to be into like the style or the writing or, or something yeah, and I, extraneous. And it just sat on my nightstand for a while. And I was like, I don't like every time I was like, okay, new book. I need a new book. I just didn't pick it up. And so after like three renewal periods, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to read this. Not because it doesn't sound good. I wouldn't have gotten it if it didn't sound good. Right. But I need to maybe be a little more distanced from the episode that I listened to. Right. So that I forget what they said about it right, before right. I pick it back up. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, for you, I would definitely not listen to an episode about a book that you have an intention to read. Right. I mean, like, there. Are, I think that, that it may be possible, and I, I, I haven't looked at their... I think I looked to find the replay one and also to see if they'd done something else. 112263. They, ha they have that, not. That seems like the thing that I'd look for. I have suggested it to them. They have not done it yet. Um, I, 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 when I say I have suggested it, they have not done it. I suggested it like two weeks ago, and right. Craig emailed me back and was like, "We'll put it on the list. We're cute. Like we know what we're doing through November and December." Yeah. So. Know what that's like. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I was gonna say like they. Um, I'm sure that there are some reasons to. Re to listen to it. God. Um, <laughs> it's hard when you're talking about listening to somebody talk about things you read. Right. Um, Your verbs get confused. Where I will be like, you know what? I'm never going to read that. Right. But I will listen to them talk about it. Right. Um, but I think large... For example, I would... Like, Alias Hook has been on my to-read list for so long, I'm probably never going to get to it. I'll go ahead and listen to the episode. Do you, do they do in this they did like quotes from mm -hmm. okay yeah so because they typically will read on Kindle yeah and so they highlight stuff and I I was interested to see how that went with this because I I keep thinking when I'm listening to their episodes that they must edit out the pauses where they're like well let me find let me let me open up my Kindle and let me right. find it but no it's it was seamless today yeah they just had everything that they wanted to read queued right up. Yeah. And so... Well, I think in notes on Kindle, and I'm not positive about this, I think you'd just be like, next. Yeah, but y you would have to be prepared to... They must do preparation ahead of time, knowing, okay, this is a note that I'm going to want to talk about. Right. And, it, and you know, this is when I'm going to want to talk about it, and... Right. Yeah. They must kind of run through it in their heads again. Because, like, the Great Albums podcast, I listen to... Um, Episodes about albums that I know very well, uh -huh. and episodes about albums that I don't know but have heard good things about or haven't been able to explore them, and that's okay because they play little clips. Right. And if I'm like, ooh, these none of these clips are really doing it for me, I think I'm good. Right. Um, I don't explore the album. Right. Um, I do put it on the random number generator for each album. I I each time an episode goes, just because like I should give it a fair shake or whatever. Right. Um. And mostly, I'm never like, ugh, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. So much that I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But I also skip episodes about things that I'm like, no, nope, I have no interest in that. But I have gone back. They they said one time they're like, our lowest downloaded show is about this album, and that is a travesty because it's a great album. I was like, oh. Well, guess download, I'm gonna yeah, download that exactly. now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to go back and 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 pick up a bunch of stuff because they were like, they were charming uh -huh. and they were like. It's going to be hard 
because hearing them after having seen them, uh-huh. but mostly hearing them right. now after having seen them one time, right? Um, it's gonna be hard because like I really liked seeing Craig's face as Andrew revealed stuff. Uh huh. His face of like trying to figure it out, wrapping his head around it. I'm like, I think um, who was it? Was it uh, was it Amity that was saying like? My voice when I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on in a movie yes. is like really she she likes it because it's funny. Yes, I think that will translate in that way to an audio. Yes, um, format, but like it's gonna be weird because I was like, oh, uh, Craig, sort of like that. Oh, that really cracked him up. Yeah. Oh, he kind of has a quiz. Like it was interesting to read his face. I have I was sort of I had sort of more of a front on like I don't know. I feel like Andrew was facing a little bit towards Craig. Yeah. And Craig was sort of cheated out a little bit towards yeah. the audience. That's a theater term. Um, th- I like their outfits, too. Yeah. They, they, they had really cool, like, they did a sort of, like, button-up, shirt under, sleeves rolled up yeah. thing that I think really worked. I kept thinking that Craig must be so overheated in that sweater, his, though. Yeah, his arms weren't rolled up, were they? No, I think he, he had, like, a cardigan on that was... Andrew's sleeves were rolled up, Craig's weren't, and I'm just like... Uh, and, and when we took a picture after with them afterwards, I was standing next to Craig and, like, you know, kind of put my arm behind his back, and I was like, this sweater feels like it's made of wool. You must be dying. And when we saw them leaving afterwards, he was <laughs> stripping it off, off. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, oh, thank God. I was so, like... I was sweating watching him sit there, yeah. knowing that he had to be like a little bit of nerves, sure, 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 a little sure. bit. And I'm like, the energy of the yeah. of the thing, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm sweating just thinking about wearing a wool cardigan right now. Well, Andrew's shirt was very soft. Uh huh. I did the full like arm around waist thing because I was like, I guess we're doing this now. I <laughs> I was I was totally happy to just be standing there, but I was like, okay, the guy that I haven't actually met yet, here we go. Yeah. But you know, whatever. It's a very soft shirt. I was like, I wonder if I can squeeze in between them, but would that be weird? I'm already standing next to Craig. Would it be weird? (laughs) But then Andrew pointed out that we were standing tallest to shortest. And let me tell you how short I felt (laughs) once he pointed that out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody here is over six feet except for me. My 5'6 does not go very far in this group of people. But it's an adorable 5'6. Well, and in the picture, I looked at the picture and it's like, do, 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 do. (laughs) (laughs) I look real short. So it was, I'm really glad that they stuck around for a little bit afterwards. Yes. I had been, I had been joking on Twitter about how I was going to try not to fangirl too much. Yes. And I think it would have been really weird if I had fangirled because it was such a small setting. Yes. And I was sitting like four feet away from them. Right. But the whole time we were sitting there waiting for them to stop talking to the... Well, not waiting for them to stop talking to the older woman, but there was an older woman who was basically like, I just wandered in here. I had no idea what a podcast was. Please tell me about podcasts. And she, yeah, she, I mean, she was like, are they like a webinar? Like, what? She was basically like, this seems, this is new to me. This was enjoyable. Yeah. Please tell me more. Exactly. And Which is, you know, what I would be, I would be stoked to explain to someone right. if, they, if I had just finished a live show and I was like, oh, well, here's something I know. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And so she talked to Andrew for a little bit, and then she talked to Craig for a little bit, and we were just kind of standing there awkwardly because I really wanted to see... I wanted to say hi to them and also get a picture, and the whole time we're standing there, I'm, like, running through scenarios in my head of, like, well, what if I say this? Does this sound... uh, Like, you know, doing the thing that you do when you were about to meet somebody that you have anticipated meeting. Sure. And it was just, like, when I actually got to say hi to them, it was just very comfortable. Yeah. Like, they're just... 
cool, normal guys. Yeah. It didn't feel like meeting... Like, I feel like if we had met the McElroys afterwards, it would have felt like meeting celebrities. Right. Which is what a, you were saying about after the live show, after their live show, which was like, it was, they've been elevated to a status yeah. of, that's a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. And Craig and Andrew just were like nice, normal people who seemed genuinely happy to meet people afterwards. It yeah. didn't seem, it didn't feel like they thought of saying hi to people afterwards as a chore that they had to do. Right. Um, and, like, they chatted with us a little bit. And, like, where they are with, like, that side's live show yeah. and being able to talk to people afterwards without feeling like you're being overrun by people asking for autographs or whatever, that's where I want to be. I agree with that. That is the level yeah. of podcasting fame that I am comfortable with. Sure. And they, they do still have jobs. They do, yeah. So maybe I want to be just a little bit above that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like... That was a very comfortable live show. Yeah. Um, everyone was sort of into it. Like, like the audience felt like they were into it. Right. But they were also not calling things out and, and, and right. like, whatever. So. Yeah. I don't think, like, I don't think that I would drive out of state to see a McElroy show. Okay. Unless you count driving into D.C. Right. Which is technically out of state. Technically out of state. But I, I wouldn't, like, make plans to go see a McElroy show in Philadelphia, for example. Okay. I might make plans to go up to, like, the next time they're doing a live show, I might suggest to Kevin and the kids that maybe we, uh, I've never been to Philadelphia. Yeah. Maybe we take a trip to Philadelphia. Huh. I don't know that the kids would be interested in it, but yeah. Kevin can go entertain them while I go hang out with my friends Andrew and Craig. Right, exactly. <laughs> and talk about books. There you go. L listen to them talk about books while I talk back to them in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there? This is going to be a visual joke. You're saying they're like eyes intense, just like. There were a couple times where I was like, I feel like I'm staring way too intently right now. Yeah. But I'm really invested in what's happening on yeah. the not stage. Yeah. It was. Here's here's a complaint that I have, just because I'm not super experienced with this. Uh huh. Uh, with their show, I kind of was sad, and I understand. Believe me, I understand why they did it this way. Right. But I was sort of sad that they weren't like, okay, so Craig, what did you read? And like, like do like I read this, and then switch it at the like right. do like a double mini show or something. I understand why they didn't, and it was right. it was the show was 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 excellent as it was. Right. But like, and you may want to cut this, or maybe not. Do you have a preference for who has read the book? <laughs> you know, it depends on the book. Okay. And they and they also have preferences for who has read the book. Um, as in like they know. I'm trying to remember. I think. Andrew is the one who doesn't like to read, like, kind of hoity-toity high literature that, like, takes really? itself too seriously. I was going to guess the exact type. Not because I thought that, I like... Could, I could be completely wrong. They talked about it on an episode I listened to recently, and I don't... I think they were... I'm trying to remember what the book was. I think... Craig is the one who is willing to give a book a little more benefit of the doubt okay. when it comes to how seriously it takes itself. Uh -huh. Whereas Andrew's like, I don't, like, just write your book and don't right. try to be, like, fancy and smart about it. Just write your book. Right. Um, and I might be completely flip-flopping that. Right. One of them does that and the one other of one... The, but, right. yeah, so there are... Like, Andrew tends to read a lot of fantasy. Okay. So a lot of the time, Craig will be the one to read the fantasy books. Okay. Because that it's makes sense. not a genre he's as familiar with. Sure. Um, 
I think Andrew also reads a lot more sci-fi. And so Craig tends to do a lot more of the sci-fi, whereas Craig, I think, reads more... Just fiction. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. normal books? That sounds bad, but just like... Non-genre. Non-genre books. And so Andrew reads more of those for the show. Interesting, interesting. Um, But yeah, no, I don't ever sit down and and be like, you know, oh, I'm excited to hear this episode about Eleanor and Park. And, oh, man, Craig read it. (laughs) Right. I, I have never once wished that the other person had read the book. It's it's a singular because like I'm trying to think of another podcast I listen to where it switches who's what host. Okay. I can't think of one cuz like Sydney is always like the doctor yeah. and and um yeah, and the great albums they're sort of it's like uh, you know together. Yeah, midpoint they both always watched it. Yeah. I don't know. It's in, it's an interesting format. Yeah. It's absolutely an interesting format. Yeah. Um I think I let's see. Did I have anything? I don't think I have anything else really to say. I really, I mean, like, I really enjoyed it. I, I hope you know that they they liked it as much as I did because I thought it was yeah. a, like I thought that they got a lot of laughs and I felt mm-hmm. like I'm I know more now than I did and like I hope that Fall for the Book invites them back. Yeah, definitely. so that we can come so that we can see them again fairly locally and I will bring more people. Yeah. I will try to get everybody I know to listen to Overdue. There you go. And they can be in they can be at the first uh, SadieCon. There we go. SadieCon. Oh. <laughs> um which is the the thing that we keep saying we're going to do where a bunch of our friends do podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But then all of our friends who do podcasts keep either stopping doing the podcasts or getting picked up by Australian networks. Yeah. I mean yeah, that's okay. Which I'm, I'm, I'm glad for them. I guess I didn't remember that the uh, that Tim and Leon's promo was in the middle of our. Oh, that's right. Adventure. I still have that saved on my computer, and every time I see it, I'm like, oh, we haven't done that in a while. We probably can't anymore because now they're on a network. Right. Or there's a new one that says on Oz Network. Yeah. Count on Oz. I'm sure that's the. <laughs> the tagline of yeah. the network that you just made up a title for. That's the name of the network. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. I have. I can't Oswork? remember. Oswork? Oswork? I don't know. I don't it's remember. definitely AUS something. AUS something. It doesn't matter at all. And on that note... Social media? Yeah, this Did is... Good, this is good. No, I think, you know, I... Mostly I wanted to record this episode so that I could just be like, we saw Overdue and it was really great and I had fun. I will say that I do want to reach the level of, of notoriety where people are recording podcasts about our podcast. Uh-huh. That would be, that would be lovely. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. So, um, we have social medias. We do. And actually, I, I just tweeted um, the picture that we took with Andrew and Craig. Oh, okay. So if you would like to see how much taller than me they are, <laughs> you can go find me at Unabashedly Aaron on Twitter. I might tweet a couple of the pictures I took. You should. One of them was a covert picture of Andrew and Craig before they started, and one of them was a not-so-covert picture of Aaron before they started. Yeah. So I think I'll, I'll tweet that too. Yeah, I didn't want to take pictures during the show, yeah. but apparently that was fine. Well, there was someone... I think there was someone was taking, like, pro photos. Yeah. Probably uh, for Fall for the Book. Yeah. Um, Where can people find you on Twitter, James? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at UnabashedJames. Where can they find our podcast? Uh, at UFO Podcast. This week, the F stands for... Fall for the Bell- Book. Bell... Oh. <laughs> Bell? <laughs> the F stands for Bell. Fairy lineage. Fair. E. e lineage. 
Um, <laughs> were you really going to say fairy lineage? And I, and I was like, fall for the book! No, I knew it was going to be fall for the book, but oh, I was okay. trying to subvert that. Okay. Um, where can they find you on Twitter, Aaron? I already told them. At Unabashedly Aaron. Was I not listening? I was talking about how I'm going to tweet out the picture, and if you want to see how much taller Craig and James and Andrew are than me... Oh. Go look at at unabashedly Aaron on Twitter, and then I asked you where they could find you. Oh, that's why you asked it like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, you were not listening. <laughs> uh, we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed, which is a great place um, to go and visit and talk and play. Indeed. Um, play with us. Play with us. Um, you could also like our Facebook page if you want. Just unabashedly obsessed. I mean, like nothing. I get a notification there. when that happens. I get uh, a lot of notifications that nobody knew has liked our page this week. It's true. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, we, you can email us at unabashedlyobsessed@gmail.com. You can check out our Patreon if you have liked what you've heard from us and you know want to help us. You're looking at me. We have to do a shout-out. Oh, we do have to do a shout-out! You're right! <laughs> we have a new Patreon donor! We do! It's Andy! Hi, Andy! Um, Andy, your uh, your patronage is appreciated. Andy um, was my roommate sophomore year in college. Mm-hmm. My wallmate uh, freshman year in college. We lived op- on, in different rooms on opposite wall, opposite sides of the same wall. Okay. Uh, uh, he Apartment... Made junior and senior year, and he was one of my groomsmen. Yes, and you may have oh, heard right. his voice on our comic books episode back in May. 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 Yep. I know we recorded in May. I can't remember when we released all those episodes that we recorded yeah. back in May. Um, and yeah, he at the time had two very fluffy cats who I liked to pet. I don't know if he still has them. I don't remember if he does. He, PETA and Hummus, right? PETA and Olive, Falafel. Olive and Feta. Oh. Um, he was looking I for had new. The theme, right? He was looking for new homes for yeah. them. Um, cause his boyfriend didn't really want to have cats. Right. But yeah. So Andy also, if you join our Facebook group, you will see all of the lovely memes that Andy makes using a single picture of my dog. That's true. Andy, you have to do a new meme for your sh- like in honor of your shout out. You do. I, I've really been happy with how our, our Patreon page has gone. Same. I think thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme, for our theme song. You want to take that one again? For our Shaheen song. <laughs> Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? You can find his band, A Silent Few, on uh, YouTube. I almost said Yahoo. I almost. I was thinking Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can find them on Twitter or not. I'm guessing Probably not. Probably not. Um, also, thank you to uh, Emily Car... <laughs> I almost said Amy Shaheen. <laughs> Amy Shaheen. <laughs> wow, we are just killing it today. Also, thank you to Emily Cardamus for our logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. Um, you guys, this has been an episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies.